This is Incredible Stories Podcast, Episode 25, The Most Expensive Liquids in the World. Hello, everyone. It's time for another Incredible Stories podcast. I'm Josh Virla, your deliquescent host, and thanks for being here. You know, as the summer approaches, you can expect oil prices to rise as more travelers fill their cars up with the valuable commodity. Oil is often called liquid gold because of its value, and indeed, discovering an oil field under your house would make you incredibly rich. But there are other liquids out there that could bring you riches many times over the price of oil. And today, I want to tell you about some of the most pricey liquids on Earth. And indeed, one that may very well be the most expensive item on the planet. Here's what I know. First, let me set you a baseline so you can accurately gauge just how inexpensive the product you put in your car is. That's right, gasoline, the stuff that brings nations to fisticuffs, is actually pretty cheap. Currently, in 2017, a gallon of gasoline in the U.S. is about $2 a gallon. And while we may complain with the increase of a few cents here and there, be glad you don't have to fill your car up with some of these liquids. I'm going to start you out easy. One of the most common items in someone's kitchen is milk. The stuff you put in your cereal and is an important ingredient in making of ice cream and other delectable culinary dishes is more pricey than the stuff that makes your car run. The average price of milk in the US in 2016 was about $3.30 and you can expect it to be higher if you go for the all organic stuff which I do sometimes. But if everyone's car ran off milk, you could expect the price to go even higher as the demand for milk would bring those prices way up. Okay, Josh, milk is fine and dandy, but us vegans don't like milk, so what if I wanted to run my car off something more common that doesn't hurt animals? Okay, well, let's try running your car on something everyone has and many people give away for free each year. That is human blood. If you could collect your own blood and run your car off of it, you're looking at an average pump price of about $1,500 a gallon. Maybe Dracula was onto something, right? Now, getting blood isn't necessarily difficult, and it is certainly easier than building huge oil pumps. Blood is also pretty common, but the cost of blood hinges largely on the expenses of processing it after donation is made. You see, if you go through an organization such as the Red Cross to donate your blood, it is scanned into a computer database, then spun in centrifuges to separate the red blood cells, platelets, and plasma. Now, plasma can then be further refined into cryoprecipitate, which is a frozen blood product. The red blood cells then have to have the white blood cells removed, so it can be used in transfusions and such. Platelets are de-white blood cellified and bacterially tested. Then samples are sent off for testing, you know, for diseases and to categorize the blood types like A, B positive, O. 
Now after all this, the blood has to be stored, and the different parts of blood can be stored at different lengths. For example, red blood cells can be stored for 42 days, platelets for 5 days, and plasma for up to a year. So after all this processing is done, it can then be shipped to hospitals. Wow, that's a lot. No wonder it's so expensive. Keep that in mind next time you give it away for free. Well, what can be more expensive than blood? Well, how about black printer ink? Yes, that stuff in your office machines. You could have the most expensive printer on the market, but a gallon of printer ink is going to prove more expensive in the long run. In fact, many manufacturers actually take a loss on the manufacturing of printers, and the profit comes from the sale of printer inks. Kind of like razor blades, right? The handle that holds the blades is pretty inexpensive, but the blades are the expensive part and a reoccurring cost that actually brings in more money than the holder of it. So same principle with the printer ink. And to show you an example, HP printer ink is about $2,700 per gallon. Why so expensive? Well, the big ink industry would have you believe it is because of the considerable research they have to do to formulate ink that can withstand heat of up to 300 degrees while being shot out of a nozzle the size of a human hair to the rate of 36,000 drops per second at about 30 miles per hour. Oh, and also, it has to be able to dry on paper almost instantaneously. Now, they may be right, considering that in 1985, when inkjet printers first came out, they used mm, 12 nozzles and had a rate of only 10,000 drops per second. The toppest of line printers today can have almost 4,000 nozzles slinging ink at about 122 million drops per second. Although I will say I found these numbers in a reference from several years ago, so I'm sure they're even better than that now. So I guess that makes sense when you factor in all the technology that goes into creating what so many of us just take for granted as an everyday necessity of office life. Surely you can't get much more expensive than that, Josh. Oh, sweet child. Let me tell you something. Let's look at something people need to survive. Insulin, for example. Something you need if you're a diabetic. Worldwide, more than 422 million people have diabetes, and with it comes the need for insulin. Now, insulin is a hormone that your pancreas makes that allows your body to use sugar properly and helps regulate your blood sugar. But if you're a diabetic, your pancreas no longer makes this hormone, so you need to get injections. So, how much is this life-saving medicine? Well, I've seen a lot of prices and variations, so here's how I calculated it. In 2016, Americans paid about $13.47 per milliliter of insulin. And how many milliliters are in a gallon? Why, it's 3,785.41 milliliters in a gallon. So multiply that by 13.47. And while conjuring some math of voodoo, I get $50,989.47 per gallon of insulin. Be thankful you don't have to fill your car with that to make it run. Although at this point, I'm sure society would have just switched over to horses. Speaking of horses, or horseshoe crabs anyway, did you know that a gallon of horseshoe crab blood goes for about $56,780? What? 
Yeah, a crab's blood is more valuable than yours. Why, you ask? Well, it's not because the crabs have blue blood, which they do, and incidentally is because it has more of a copper-based blood as opposed to your normal boring red iron-based blood. But this ancient creature has developed an interesting adaptation. You see, people have white blood cells that hunt down intruders and attack it. But a horseshoe crab has a cell type called an ambokite, which acts like white blood cells, but they are particularly good at identifying toxins produced by bacteria. When found, these ambokite cells coagulate around the intruder, trapping it inside a gel-like seal, preventing it from spreading. And so effective is the blood that it's able to detect one part per trillion for contamination pretty much the equivalent of a grain of sand in a swimming pool. But once the contaminant is found, it takes about 45 minutes to react. Compare that to two days of mammal blood to do its work. So what is it used for exactly? Well, we use it to test for contamination in medical equipment and vaccines. If products weren't screened through horseshoe crab blood, you'd have a lot more people dying from infections. A lot of crabs are needed for this, so every year about 600,000 crabs are captured to, quote, donate their blood. They donate about 30% of their blood, then the crabs are released back into the ocean to help preserve the species. Horseshoe crabs are interesting creatures and surprisingly valuable. But Josh, doesn't man make anything more pricey than this? Well, yes indeed we do. Ever hear of LSD? I'm looking at you, Grateful Dead fans. Of course, everyone has heard of this popular party drug. Hallucinogenic and made from lysergic acid, which is found in the ergot fungus, which is perhaps the root of an incredible story of two on its own. But LSD is also called acid and can lead to a trip that I hear is just fantastical. How you feeling, Jimmy? I don't know, Morse. It's been about 20 minutes. I don't feel anything yet. Just give it a little bit. Okay, but I think you got a bad batch. Wait, wait. What is it? That chair. The chair you're sitting in. It's, it's such a sensitive chair. Get off it. This chair, Morse, has known everyone more intimately than any lover you or I have had. How do you figure, Jimmy? It's obvious. We've sat on its head for many hours. It knows our asses like the sky knows the clouds, Morris. I don't, I don't even know my own ass that well. Is that sad, Morris? You'll never know your ass better than that chair does. It's sad. We don't even know its name. Have, have you ever once considered... Have, have you ever once considered asking the chair what its name is? No, you haven't. Because we are both asses. Who are we to think we are better than this chair? To not even ask its name? Does it have interests? But Morris, have you ever played a round of checkers with this chair? I don't think chairs can play checkers. How, how, how do you know? Have you, have you ever asked it, Morris? Maybe it's a smart chair. Maybe it plays chess? I don't even know how to play chess, man. 
Man! Oh man! This chair is smarter than me! And we don't even know its name! Why don't you just ask it its name? You, you can't just go up to a chair and ask its name, Morris. It, it has to choose you to reveal its name, man. The chair is made from wood hundreds of years old. Are you hundreds of years old, Morris? No. And the fabric, and the fabric from the wool of the mighty sheep. And, and the metal in this chair, Morris, is the soul from Mother Earth. How dare you, Morris? How dare you? You, you just think you can just go up to a chair and ask its name? F*** you, Morris! Chair, I'm sorry. I'm not worthy of your name. Hi, Chair. My name is Jimmy. <laughs> Hi, Chair. So, LSD, if you were to buy it in bulk for your psychedelic needs, would run you about $123,000 per gallon, which would easily power your rainbow butterfly car as well as provide enough trips for about 55,000 people, give or take. So that brings me to the most expensive liquid and I'll say most pricey item on the planet. If you were looking for a new career field to go into, may I suggest scorpion milking? Josh, I hate scorpions and I don't like milk. To which I say, you're milking venom, not milk. Oh, deadly venom, why didn't you say so? Still no? No matter how much money is offered, you say? Well, to that I say, how about $40 million per gallon? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm gonna give you time to pick your jaw up off the ground. One gallon of this creepy crawly's venom will get you about the same amount of money as the state of Wyoming makes in a year. Think about that. Wyoming, not a very populous state, but of their roughly 600,000 person population, one gallon of scorpion venom can match their economic output for a whole year. That's incredible. For another method of cost comparison, a gallon of liquid gold would cost about $2.9 million. That's a lot of gold, but scorpion venom is way more expensive. Now to get the scorpion venom, a small electrical charge is applied to the venom gland of a scorpion. So there are about 2,000 species of this arachnid, but only about 25 of them are lethal to humans. Still, I don't want to get stung by one, but the uses of scorpion venom range from research in slowing aging, lupus and arthritis treatment research, even research in MS and cancer, and also it can assist with heart transplants. And apparently, the painful stings caused by venom also have promise as a powerful painkiller. Now, let me stop you here before you go off and buy a miniature scorpion farm and electrodes. Here's another reason why scorpion venom is so pricey. On top of the medicinal value, it takes a lot of milking to get a large quantity of venom. Hell, it takes a large quantity of milkum just to get a small amount of venom. When using the electrical stimulation milking method, an average scorpion venom yield ranges from 0.006 milligrams to 2 milligrams, but most surely the average is 0.5 milligrams of venom per scorpion per milking. 
And after milking, it takes a scorpion two to three weeks to recoup that lost venom. So you can't milk them back to back, you gotta let them rest and rebuild their supply. So let's do some math. 0.5 milligrams is equal to 0.0005 milliliters. And from earlier calculation, we know that it takes 3,785.41 milliliters to equal one gallon. So you're going to need to milk 7,570,820 scorpions to get one gallon. <laughs> Good luck with that. I'm going to link a video of someone talking about milking their 100 scorpions to give you an idea of the process. But you can see this is a very time-consuming and costly process. So let's assume you get a bunch of scorpions. You get all those millions of scorpions and you want to milk them. Now, I don't know how long it actually takes to milk a scorpion, as I have no experience in this, but let's just estimate it takes, say, 10 minutes to take a scorpion out of its cage, hook it up to all of its little contraptions, and then coax it to get the venom to come out of its glands. Then put it back in its crate and get another one out. So, about 10 minutes. Now, let's assume you work eight hours a day. You can milk six scorpions in one hour. So that's 48 scorpions a day. That sounds like a lot. But at a yield of 0.0005 milliliters of venom per milk, you're only milking 0.024 milliliters a day. So if one milliliter of scorpion venom is worth about $10,566.88, then 0.024 milliliters is worth only $253.60 for one day's worth of venom milking. That doesn't seem very worthwhile to me. And if you want to get more people to help, well, how much will you pay them? I don't think people are going to milk venom from a scorpion for a minimum wage. Plus, add to that the risk of getting stuck by a bringer of death doesn't seem worth it at all. So that's the story of the most expensive liquids on Earth. And now you know what I know. Well, that's an interesting list of liquids, and maybe one that gives you some perspective of why things are expensive and how it might make you appreciate the relative inexpensive nature of that expensive cup of coffee you might drink every morning. Of course, there are lots of factors that go into determining prices. Inevitably, it's a supply and demand force that will dictate the balance of how much something costs to produce versus how much someone is willing to buy it for. Now, it might not seem fair that items cost as much as they do, and to be sure, there are markups with most goods that are produced. But considering the production, refining, and research involved in bringing some of these items to market, it will probably prevent you from venturing into the lucrative blood harvesting, ink producing, or scorpion milking business. But there is a business we can all get into for cheap, and that is, of course, the business of haikus. Ka-ching! Feel the sting. Scorpions inject money. But it's not worth it. And that's all for this week, guys. Check out our main site for other stories on IncredibleStoriesPodcast.com. Send me an email or haiku at contact at IncredibleStoriesPodcast.com. Or you can go to the main website and fill out a form. 
Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at IncredPod. Rate us on iTunes and peep us out on YouTube and Stitcher. For Incredible Stories Podcast, I'm Josh. And remember, the journey of a thousand tales begins with the first word. Yeah.